Today is Thursday, January 11th. The title for our devotional is The Old Peter. Remember, we are beginning our Resilient Christianity campaign by going through the introduction of 1 Peter. First two verses read, Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to God's elect, exiles scattered throughout the provinces of Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia, who have been chosen according to the foreknowledge of God the Father through the sanctifying work of the Spirit, to be obedient to Jesus Christ and sprinkled with his blood. Grace and peace be yours in abundance. The last few days we've been looking at the recipients of this letter. Um, For today, we're going to talk about the author of the letter. The author of this letter is declared to be Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ. This is the Peter from the Gospels who has experienced Jesus, uh, which is a prerequisite to being an apostle. Let's take a look at Peter's story. I thought this would be helpful for context and to see how his story contributes to the themes of this letter. I think it's going to add a, a rich context as we go through this letter. First of all, uh, Peter was chosen by Jesus to be his disciple, to be among his closest three disciples even. In Mark 1:17, Jesus bids Simon and his brother Andrew, come follow me and I will send you out to fish for people. They were formerly fishermen, so that made a lot of sense to them. In John 6, after many of the disciples leave, from Jesus, he tells them, No one can come to me unless it is granted him by my Father. Later, he asks the twelve if they are going to leave as well. Peter responds, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and to know that you are the Holy One of God. Then Jesus responds, Did I not choose you, the twelve? These encounters with Jesus, they led Peter to the theology that we've expressed in these first two verses of the elect being chosen according to the foreknowledge of God the Father and through the sanctifying work of the Spirit to enter into covenant relationship through Jesus. Jesus chose him. Jesus preserved him. Even after Peter betrays him, Jesus brings Peter back into the apostolic community. Secondly, uh, Peter's name was changed from Simon to Peter. Uh, In Mark 8, Jesus asked the disciples who they believe him to be. In this pivotal moment in Mark's gospel, Peter declares, You are the Messiah. Matthew's gospel documents Jesus then saying, And I tell you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church. Peter means rock in Greek. As the rest of the gospel, the book of Acts, and church history reveal, Peter played a foundational role in establishing the early church movement. So, in the scripture, a name is much more than just a signifier to distinguish one person from another. It says something about one's identity and character. When names are changed, it's incredibly significant. By changing his name, Jesus changed Peter's identity. This is a theme that we will see played out in this epistle, our identity in Christ. Next, a few verses later in Mark 8, 31 to 33, Jesus explains to his disciples that he must die and be raised to life. Peter, not understanding, rebukes Jesus. In turn, Jesus rebukes Peter and says to him, Get behind me, Satan. You do not have in mind the concerns of God, but merely human concerns. Peter here failed pretty miserably, and Jesus rebukes him quite harshly. Interestingly, Peter includes these failures in the gospel that he dictated to Mark. Including these failures wouldn't naturally strike confidence in the believers uh, in the early church. Yet, they were so formative for him that he had to include them. He didn't understand or value doing God's will, even through suffering, or how God could use suffering the way that he did in the cross. The teaching we will encounter in 1 Peter, which is roughly 30 years later, remember, is so dramatically different. It's a complete 180, in fact. Peter has based his entire life around the theology 
that he has gained in the gospel through Christ, and that includes suffering. Next, Peter fell asleep when he was supposed to be praying in Jesus' hour of need. In Mark 14, when Jesus prays in the Garden of Gethsemane before his arrest and crucifixion, he asks Peter, James, and John to pray while he goes off on his own to pray. Three times they fall asleep, emphasizing the complete betrayal and failure of his closest friends. Based on what Peter says in this epistle, I think he learned his lesson. In 1 Peter 5, 7-9, he says, Cast all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. Be alert and of sober mind. Imagine that. Scene was ringing in the back of his mind as he said that. He says, Your enemy the devil prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Resist him. Stand firm in the faith. Finally, Peter denied knowing Jesus when he was threatened with persecution. Later in Mark 14, after Jesus has warned Peter that he would disown Jesus three times, again, three, representing the complete full nature of his betrayal, he does so in the courtyard. <laughs> after denying him these three times, Peter breaks down and weeps, we read in Mark 14, 72. When Peter was rebuked by Jesus earlier, it was not for, understand- it was for not understanding the will of God as it pertains to suffering. Here, Peter was likely afraid of being arrested and suffering alongside Jesus, so he denied him. Again, the message we get in 1 Peter is so vastly different, it's a complete 180. In 1 Peter, his whole theology has shifted to coincide with what he saw and experienced with Jesus in the gospel. In chapter 3, verse 14, he says, But even if you should suffer for what is right, you are blessed. Reflection time today. How do you identify with Peter in these stories? you feel as if you have little in your natural state to offer Jesus? Remember, Peter was a fisherman. Yet God has chosen you to be a part of his people and gifted you to do his kingdom work. Do you not understand how suffering can be a part of God's will? Do you still feel like you are living in your old name, that is, your former identity before Christ? Are you afraid to suffer or sacrifice anything for Jesus? Are you sleeping through a spiritual war? Thank you.